Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Wednesday, May 10th, 2023. Stand up for your country. So turn off the television and the radio right now if you don't want fair coverage of Biden and Trump. You don't want that. If you want to see me dissemble either or, turn it off. Not going to happen. We're going to give you fair coverage of two very intense situations. And if I'm not fair, Bill at BillOReilly.com, name in town, of course, tell me where I'm not fair. Okay? And it's hard for me to be fair to Joe Biden. It is very difficult for me as an American citizen to be fair to the man because they think he's doing so much harm to this country. Okay? So I'm admitting it up front. But I am going to be fair. I had a shootout with Sean Hannity on the radio today. It's on BillOReilly.com. Because I said, look, this is what we know and how we know it. I'm not going beyond that. All right. So Trump is going to be uh, taken care of in our interview segment. And Biden is the subject of the Talking Points Memo. This morning, as you may know, Republicans in the House presented strong evidence of ethical violations by the Biden family. I don't believe there is two sides to the story. The evidence is powerful, damning that Joe Biden, as vice president, used his office to allow Hunter Biden and his brother James to enrich themselves. That is an ethical violation. And it might be criminal, but we don't have the evidence of the criminality yet. It might be. This is like Watergate. You stair-step it, okay? But ethically, there's no question. So the corrupt media, CNN, MSNBC, New York Times, didn't even cover the press conference. Ignored it. New York Times, shocking. On its website, we checked in, you know, all throughout the day, and up until airtime, they haven't covered it. It's stunning. When you compare what they do to Trump, and this is the paper of record, sure. They ignored it like it never existed. All right, so what did we learn? The overarching charge that the GOP grand old party people in the House presented was that the countries of China and Romania sent millions of dollars to companies controlled by Hunter and James Biden. They did this in a very furtive, sly way. They set up shell corporations, monies were wired all over the place, all of that. Okay? Now, why would you do that if you were doing legitimate business? You wouldn't. You wouldn't. They were trying to hide the money, Hunter and James Biden, from public view. And from the IRS, because I think Hunter Biden's going to be indicted this week, perhaps, on tax charges. Okay, they didn't pay taxes on a lot of this money. So that's established now. The House is banking records. They have wire transfer records. It's in stone. Now, who enabled all that? As Vice President Joe Biden did. We all know the flights on Air Force Two to China in particular, 
okay? The meetings at the White House with Hunter's, uh, with Hunter's cohorts in the business operations, it's, it's just across the board, okay? It's the same thing that almost destroyed U.S. Grant in his administration. It's the same thing. Just Google U.S. Grant whiskey scandal, and it'll pop up. I'm not going to bore you with it here, but Grant, friends, circle of confidants, all got lots of money by selling whiskey illegally. And Grant had to know. He denied it, and nothing happened to Grant because they couldn't prove that Grant benefited from it, but certainly he was appointing people in position of government to make this scandal happen. It's the same thing. So Biden, as vice president, enabled this scam, and it was a scam. Hunter Biden provided no service to Romania or China, nothing. And then there's Ukraine in the mix, there's Russia in the mix, the money was just flowing in to these shell corporations. That is unethical for a sitting vice president to enable that, period. You all understand that? Now, criminality. The House Investigative Committee, Oversight Committee, does not have that yet. They admitted it. They said, if you know, if you're a whistleblower, come forward. It's like Watergate. Step number one, okay? The people who broke into the DNC headquarters had a link to the White House. Nixon goes, I don't know anything about it, okay? Step number two, the links went up the chain of the White House command for Nixon, and then on and on and on and on. Okay. So this morning, the head of the Oversight Committee, James Comer, congressman from Kentucky, said this. In March, the committee released its first bank records memorandum that showed a Biden associate, Rob Walker, used his company to funnel money from the Chinese to various Biden family members. Democrats dismissed the evidence, even though it was based on bank records directly from the bank. The bank records show the Biden family, their associates, and their companies received over $10 million from foreign nationals and their companies. Some of that money came from a Chinese company and went to Hunter Biden's company. Other transfers occurred with the help of Rob Walker, who then sent it on to different Biden family members. This is not how lawful businesses operate. Now, instead of the House committee doing this, the FBI should be doing this. But the FBI is not doing it as far as we know. However, there is a memo, and I'm going to get to that. So the FBI should have that press conference, not the politicians. But because the FBI is compromised, and we all know that, there's no federal agency looking into charges of criminality. So Comer says, this is not how lawful businesses operate. Okay. Okay. But Comer doesn't have the ability to charge anybody. That has to be done by the Justice Department, which is corrupt. It's just so depressing. Now, the Democrats don't want to hear any of this. They're too busy trying to destroy Donald Trump. They don't care what Biden did. But the odds are, my estimation, 
that this is going to hurt Joe Biden as much as the border and the economy. This is not going away. And this is going to get worse for Biden, which is why I said almost a year ago, he will not be the Democratic nominee for president in 24. You wait and see. You mark my words. We got it on tape. Because Biden himself continues to deny any doing whatsoever. Go. Look, uh, my son did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. I carried out the policy of the United States government in rooting out corruption in, in Ukraine. And that's what we should be focusing on. Yeah, you didn't root out anything in Ukraine. Uh, you threatened them that if they uh, investigated your son, you'd cut off federal money. That's what you did in Ukraine, Mr. President. Established on the record, not speculation. That's what you did. So today, the White House, they couldn't get a press conference going on because there was a technical issue aboard Air Force One. Check. So we don't have anything to play you today from Corinne Jean-Pierre. All right. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. That's the memo. All right. So let's bring in a guy, who, you know, an honest man. And that's really all I ask my guests, to be honest. I want them to be smart and I want them to have information to pass along to you that you don't know. And I, Brett Tallman has consistently done that, former U.S. attorney from Utah, he joins us tonight from Keystone, South Dakota. Time is our most precious asset, and many listeners seek advice on utilizing it wisely for personal growth and societal impact. Hillsdale College addresses this need by providing more than 40 free online courses on essential subjects. Dive into C.S. Lewis's works, explore Genesis narratives, grasp the U.S. Constitution's significance, unravel the Roman Republic's history, or delve into the ancient Christian church with these valuable courses, all accessible free. Now, you might want to check out Constitution 101, the meaning and history of the U.S. Constitution, a 12-lecture self-paced course, gain insights into the Constitution's design, its challenges during the Civil War, and its century-long struggles with progressivism and liberalism. You can enroll at hillsdale.edu bill to become a defender of American freedom. Please join now. It's free, easy, and essential for safeguarding our liberties. Visit hillsdale.edu bill to register. Did you know water heaters last about 10 years, refrigerators typically about 13? Every day in our homes, we rely on aging systems and appliances. I do. That means it's time to consider safeguarding your budget from unexpected expenses. American Home Shield has a solution. Pick a plan that's right for you. And when a covered item in your home breaks, contact their professionals to repair or replace it within the agreed upon coverage limits. It's that easy to stay stress-free and limit budget-breaking surprises. Right now, take $50 off. Please go to ahs.com slash bill to save 50 bucks. That's ahs.com slash bill. $50 off any plan 
American Home Shield, protect what you don't expect. See AHS.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. Okay, so what's the headline of the Republican committee press conference this morning for you as a former prosecutor? couple of things. <clears throat> the one you hit perfectly, and that is they're doing the, the business of the Department of Justice. Um, this, this screams for the, the, the investigators that know this world and, and the IRS and the task force, the financial fraud task force, um, is well equipped to, to dig into these numbers. And, and that's, that's the first and foremost thing. It's, it's, it's so unusual, Bill, to see a group of politicians stand there and talking about it. And, and it does a disservice to what they're actually finding. Um, the second thing that jumps out to me that was pretty staggering was it's not just the amount of money, the $10 million, it's the 25 plus LLCs that are formed and the effort <clears throat> to move the money. If, they, if Hunter Biden is a consultant and he's getting paid by foreign countries and it's all, it's all um, you know, appropriate and, and lawful and then he's he's a consultant that receives the checks and they come to him and if he wants to give that to some of his family members he may do so but there are tax consequences that's not what they did they set up a syndicate of companies so that they could launder the money and and it's very it's coming very very close to me saying unless they show that they paid taxes all the ones that received it it's not just tax cr criminal liability and exposure. It's actually a conspiracy to mo money launder and to gain that those proceeds from countries that they shouldn't be, or if they are, they should be reporting. And so it's a it's a criminal enterprise at this point. And, and you have racketeering concerns for, for uh, this kind of conduct. Okay, what's this FBI memo that they're going to subpoena, the House Oversight Committee wants to subpoena. What is this FBI memo? So I had suspected that it was a, was a 302 form. I think it's something similar if it's not. And, and that would be a form of an intake form. Somebody calls the FBI or somebody says, hey, I want to, I want to tell you something about the Bidens that I, I, I believe is evidence of, of criminality. So they take down that information and they should be following up with it. What we what we're informed from Grassley and, you know, who's very serious about this is he believes that it is valid, that it has credibility and they want answers as to whether or not it's been buried. If, in fact, it outlines that Joe Biden was part of a scheme receiving money in exchange for favors that he might be able to accomplish as vice president. Then you, then you bring into play all kinds of criminal behavior, including possibly treason. Okay, so somebody, a whistleblower, somebody else, contacted the FBI with information about Joe Biden, that he may have done something illegal or whatever, okay? The FBI had to memorialize that in writing, that's the memo, but nobody's seen the memo outside of the bureau. Is that where we are on it? Well, my, my guess is, Bill, that the upper echelon in the Department of Justice has seen that memo. It, it, it is one that there are requirements when there are allegations, credible allegations that come in, there are requirements that Director Ray would have to see that and that he would have to communicate to at least the Deputy Attorney General, if not the Attorney General.
Okay, but the Ray doesn't have to say it's credible. That's the that you know that's the dodge. He goes, ah, I don't think this is credible. Put it in the bottom drawer, and that's what they're um, the that Republicans are kind of uh, suggesting that the FBI isn't didn't act on this and put it away, and now they want to see it, and they'll be able to get that memo by subpoena, correct? They will be able to. I mean, right, they're gonna big. they're gonna. They, that is big. They right. will try to dodge it, try to say it's an ongoing investigation, yeah, but it's yeah. clearly going to be obtainable. Okay. Um, final thing. Um, Hannity and I went back and forth today, and it's his show, so he can he gets the lion uh, share of the airtime. Uh, I said that right now, it would be unfair to convict Joe Biden of any crime. There is not that level of ed- evidence yet. Ethical violation, yes. Criminality, not there yet. Do you disagree? I do not disagree. Criminal law requires specific intent. So what we don't know yet is, did Hunter Biden lie to his father and give him money and tell him it was legitimate? Or did somebody else? What was the intent and what did he know? And, and, and until you have those, you can't, you can't get a conviction on an individual. Okay. Let's shift over to Trump. So uh, yesterday, a civil jury found him liable for uh, misbehavior, put it whatever you want, and defamation, $5 million to a woman named E. Jean Carroll. Um, Trump denies even knowing the woman, says I didn't do it. This is all political. It's a witch hunt on and on and on. Nobody knows what happened. That doesn't stop people from convicting Trump because that's what they do. It doesn't stop people from convicting Joe Biden because that's what they do. You hate a guy, you're going to convict him. But here, my observations, and I want you to comment on each one. First of all, it was not known widely that a man named Reed Hoffman, a billionaire, far left guy associated with George Soros and Jeffrey Epstein, believe it or not, financed E. Jean Carroll's case. He paid for it all. Okay? That was not widely reported. So right away we have a political component, correct? Yes, absolutely. I mean, this, this is one of the unseemly things about it because you can't gain confidence in her interviews and, and all of her allegations that she, that she was... Um, you know, going to be able to, to sustain a, a fight against Donald Trump in litigation. And, you know, it's one thing for lawyers to take it on contingency and finance it. It's a totally different um, issue when somebody comes in and actually pays for a case like this because right. the lawyers aren't, they're not getting a contingency. So yeah, how I would like to know in their case. And I would like to know if the people who testified on behalf of Ms. Carroll were paid as well. I don't know that. Correct. The second thing is, that she, Ms. Uh, Carroll, could not even identify the year in which this uh, assault, alleged assault, took place. Now, her testimony is, I'm so discombobulated, whatever, but I'll tell you what I believe. If she had pinpointed a day when it happened and Trump had been out at New York that day, the case blows up. So it's better not to yeah. say, I, I don't know when it happened. It seems to me very, very suspicious. Now, I'm putting myself on a jury now. A person was assaulted. You don't know when it happened? That 
is almost impossible for me as a juror to believe. Yeah, it is. It, it, it leads me to think that there was more jury nullification going on than anything else in this case, where they were willing to ignore a lot of the deficiencies in the testimony, a lot of the inaccuracies. Inac and quite fr frankly, she, she very, very compromised even the, the coherent parts of her, her testimony to begin with. So the jury had to find something and they did it more based on emotion, my guess is, than they did on the facts or the law. Now, do you believe that uh, Trump will have this overturned on appeal? There's a really strong argument whenever the judge limits the scope of cross-examination like happened. Um, that's that's something, Bill, that you just don't see in, in cases. Well, explain that. How did the judge like limit that. how did the judge limit cross-examination? So the the judge refused to allow the, the defense attorneys for for President Trump to actually go into in a lot more detail with the witness, um, the area that it allegedly happened to present evidence uh, that there were not people there at the time or that it, it couldn't have happened at the location that was was being suggested. So anytime you see that sort of limitation, you think on appeal, the court may say, hey, you know, it's a low threshold. Uh, we get this isn't beyond reasonable doubt. And because of that, you've got to give deference to the defense attorneys to actually explore with a witness, you know, much fuller than than the judge may have. That's right, the so only think, vulnerability I see. You think that he has a chance on appeal? I do. Yeah. All right. Um, this case is very similar to Paula Jones's case against President Clinton. It's almost identical. Now, the Jones case was settled by Clinton. He settled it out. But the accusations were public and it did not hurt Bill Clinton as far as being reelected um, to the presidency. So I just want to point that out. I mean, people say that Trump, this, 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 but remember the Paula Jones thing. Do you know any difference between what Paula Jones alleged and what E. Jean Carroll alleged? Is there anything I'm missing here? I want to be fair. Uh it, it seemed that the Paula Jones had a little better um sort of foundation in terms of when, where, and what happened. Um, much more consistency, at least, it seemed, even though there was fuzziness on the details. So I actually gave more credibility to Paula Jones' case. All right. Okay, Brett, uh, thank you very much for helping us as always. And uh, stay on your toes. There's so many things happening on this Biden case, and I'm, I'm sure we'll be back. We'll be ready. At, uh, yeah. And, and uh, very nice of you to help us out, as always. We appreciate it. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 Remembrance Across America, over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and barbecues, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. 
If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Okay, let's go to the uh, media coverage of this morning's press conference. Um, As I said, CNN, MSNBC didn't take it. New York Times didn't mention it for hours on their Internet site. Um, Press is corrupt. I don't even have to convince you. You know it is. That's why you're here. That's why you go out of your way to um, subscribe to BillOReilly.com, to watch the No Spin News, to listen to the No Spin News on the radio. So the only soundbite I'm going to play here is from CNN, a woman named Sarah Murray, who is a correspondent, not a pundit. She's a hard news person. Roll the tape. Comer just did a press conference essentially saying that there are members of the Biden family who receive payments from entities uh, linked to Romania, linked to China, uh, and that some of these payments took place while Joe Biden was the vice president. And of course, James Comer is using this to try to further his argument that he's trying to make that there are members of the Biden family who enriched themselves on the family name uh, and that somehow the current president was involved, even though he hasn't offered proof of that. Somehow? Is this woman just back from Antarctica? Somehow? What about the trips on Air Force Two? What about all the meetings in the White House with Hunter Biden's associates? Somehow? See, this is the kind of reporting that if I'm the news director at CNN, she's gone. Gone. You don't do that if you're a reporter. You give equal weight to both sides of the argument. You're not acting as a defense attorney for Joe Biden as she did. I just want you to know the extent of the corruption that we have, and that's why these politicians in both sides can get away with so much. Biden's schedule, he goes to New York uh, to do some default thing up in uh, Hudson. We couldn't figure out why he was going to Westchester to deliver these remarks and then going back to New York City for a fundraiser, campaign fundraiser, until, and I should have figured this out immediately, if he does a speech in Westchester about the deficit, the debt, he can charge this trip to the taxpayer. That's why he did it. So he goes up to uh, Hudson County Community College, something like that, couple of inane remarks. You can come back to me now. People have read it. Um, and then he goes down for the real reason he's in New York to get money. Okay. It's all a con. Uh, 
Okay, so I'm in the third district here in uh, New York on Long Island, third congressional district. My congressman is George Santos. <laughs> I voted for Santos. I didn't know anything about him. I should have known about him. But it's hard to, to root out, and it's not an excuse. Uh, I figured that the Republican Party nominated the guy. They vetted him. They obviously didn't vet him. So now the Justice Department full bore after him, forget about Joe Biden, but after Santos, and they've charged him uh, with 13 counts, wire fraud, money laundering, theft of public funds, false statements. Okay, he's done. Now, he should be done. He should be. And he sh- he, if he had any dignity, he'd resign. But they get him anyway. He'd probably go to prison. All right, he uses campaign money, allegedly, but they'll, they'll prove it to enrich himself. But the amount of time and effort to get him, as opposed to look at the White House, there you go. George Santos. Oh, my God. Uh, border update. So now the Border Patrol says 10,000 migrants a day. Can you imagine this? More than any other time in history, all right, the bigger number than any other time, are crossing the border into the USA, and that's going to get worse, all right, because Biden has an open border policy. Here's what the president said yesterday. I spent uh, close to an hour with, uh, with the Mexican president today. Uh, we're doing all we can. Uh, the answer is uh, it remains to be seen. Uh, We've gotten overwhelming cooperation from Mexico. That's simply not true. You know, look, when Trump left office, he had remained in Mexico policy, which means as soon as the migrant came over, they got turned around and they got back to Mexico. Also had the Mexican military soldiers on the southern border with Guatemala and the northern border with the USA. The military was there, Mexican military. Okay. Now, the reason that Obrador did that was Trump said, if you don't do it, I'm slapping 25 percent tariff on all Mexican goods coming into the United States. That's why Obrador did it. The day Biden took office, he knocked out Remain in Mexico and the Mexican army disappeared from both borders. But Biden is telling the public we've getting overwhelming cooperation from Mexico. Simply not true. It's not even close to being true. But again, he can say it because who's going to do anything about it? Awful. We'll stay on it. Uh, Friday is really going to be because that's when Title 42, it ends tomorrow midnight. All right, Florida. Uh, Governor DeSantis signed a bill, uh, SB 264, that prohibits governmental entities from contracting with foreign countries and entities of concern, restricts conveyances of agricultural lands to foreign principles. So it's very complicated. But basically, Florida is saying that if the government has anything to do with the land, anything, you can't sell it to foreigners. However, uh, you can sell less than two acres to Chinese citizens with non-tourist fees. It's, It's symbolic. DeSantis is saying you can't come in and buy up your land like 
the Chinese are doing in some other states, but it's so convoluted. Reparations. So I'm uh, writing a message of the day. It'll be posted tomorrow morning, earlier than usual, about how insane this California proposal is, reparation for slavery. But here's the kicker. DeSantis. Newsom, the governor of California, is not going to support this because he wants to be president and he knows if he supports reparations up to 1.2 million for a single African-American living in California, he'll never be elected, ever. So Newsom won't support it, which is a good thing, okay? So the reparation thing we went over yesterday, all the insanity, it's a socialist communist manifesto, give everything to African-Americans, everything, okay? Healthcare, schooling, whatever it may be. Guaranteed income, even if you don't work. It's insane. But Newsom not going to get behind it. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. As the nation gears up for another election season, tune to the first TV for the best coverage on television. Get an exclusive inside look at the American political machine with Sean Spicer at 7. Unmatched analysis and historical perspective from Bill O'Reilly at 8. Then a bold, unapologetic take from Jesse Kelly at 9. It's must-see TV in primetime every night on the first TV. Watch the first on DirecTV Channel 347, Uverse Channel 1220, or DirecTV Stream. Smart life. <laughs> I love this. Okay. So most of us have too much stuff in our homes, all right? I do. And um, Jiffy Junk, this is a full-service junk removal company. You can hire people to come in and take your junk away. You got to pay them. Uh, They'll take your stuff away, so you don't have to do it. So the other day I was going through, I got so much memorabilia from 46, seven years of being in the media. It's just unbelievable. How, how much stuff I have. And I got to get it out of here. So I'm going through it. And when you go through it, you, you discover certain things that are important that you, did, you forgot about. Pictures, documents, all kinds of stuff. All right. And this, I, I have a big green hefty bag and I'm just throwing stuff in there. Bum, 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 bum. Anyway, this uh, Jiffy Junk, they put out a, uh, a guideline for sorting out your stuff. Here it is. Number one, discard things, um, and that gives you more time. I don't really understand that, but okay. Uh, Letting go of stuff equates to reorganizing your life. Yeah, all right. Slim it down. Uh, Okay. Possessions weigh people down, racking stressors. So you're more stressed if you have a messy house, stuff all over the place. Okay. Paves the way for spiritual connections. I'm not sure about that one. I don't know if St. Michael the Archangel has anything to do with my stuff. I'm not seeing that. Maybe some, maybe in the Hindu religion there. I, I don't know. I'm not chanting while I'm sorting. I'm not. Break free from toxic materialism. <laughs> my stuff. You know, my garage is a problem, I have to say. But I don't want to throw away memories. 
So I got, you know, when the urchins were little, I got all like the toys and the sleds and the this and the that. And you know, I, I just, I kind of like looking at them to remember those days. So I kind of keep those. And my mother, she threw away all my baseball cards. You know how much money she threw away? I had a baseball card collection. I came back from college one day and I said, Where's, where are my baseball cards? Oh, I threw them out. They were junk. No. <laughs> what? And old toys, they're worth money. I salvaged my Lionel trains. I got them, and they're worth money. So be careful when you're sorting your stuff out. So smart life is this. Sort it. Don't have a stuff. You don't want to look like Sanford and Son, okay? If you remember that sitcom. Throw away the junk. You know what the junk is. But then neatly organize the stuff that's important to you and keep some of the stuff that engenders good memories. So that's the smart life there. This day in history, May 10th, 1869, a golden spike driven in Promontory, Utah, marking the completion of the first transcontinental railroad. And this was a turning point in U.S. history, 154 years ago, okay? So a man named Leland Stanford, the co-founder of the Central Pacific Railroad, was behind this. You might say he engineered it, pardon the pun, and uh, it took months to go from Washington, D.C. to San Francisco in a wagon. And you could get an arrow in the back of the head if you read Killing Crazy Horse. I mean, it was not an easy journey. Once this railroad was completed, it took six days, 15 hours to go from D.C. to San Francisco. So, boof! And what happened? Millions of Americans went west, all right? And they brought their guns with them. They brought their meager belongings with them. And that railroad was the end of Native Americans as a power because they were overwhelmed by white people and some blacks, okay, but not that many, white people. Now, Chinese people built the railroad. Old Leland was a villain, okay? So he needed 15,000 people to work on a railroad. 13,000 of them were Chinese immigrants who Leland didn't pay near what he paid the whites. And they wouldn't even give them places to live. They had to live in 10 cities. And 1,500 Chinese were dead, died. And many more got hurt making this railroad. So this was a terrible thing. And then the Native American food source and clothing source, bison, they were shooting the bison out the train windows. They knocked them out. So this changed everything. That was 154 years ago today. Back with mail and a final thought in a moment. Let's go to the mail. Michael on a message board Bill, I enjoyed your talking points. Liberals, progressive, really do believe that they are morally superior, which is why it's pretty much impossible to have a rational debate with them. Yeah, that's a good point, but I still can talk to my liberal friends. Can't talk to them about Trump. Totally irrational, but I can talk to them about a lot of stuff. Melissa P., Wichita Falls, Texas. Bill, you're exactly right about the Dems thinking they're morally superior. I do not think this is any different than white supremacists who think they are better than other races. No, it's the same. 
It's the same mentality. We're, we're better. You're lesser. So it's a good point. But there aren't very many white supremacists, as far as I can see. Ron uh, Janofsky, Lowell, Michigan. Bill, you say the left acts out of a sense of superiority. But how can a sense of superiority explain the huge damage being done to the country? They don't see it that way. Ron, you've got to understand that people don't see it that way. They think Biden, 36 percent of them, doing a hell of a job. They just don't see it. Nathan Sinander, Melbourne, Florida, excellent and informative interview with former Anheuser-Busch executive Anson Fririks. I found it very interesting during the interview, the behavior of companies like BlackRock and Vanguard, and you called it extortion, which I did. Could those companies be charged with a crime? No. It's, it's symbolic extortion. BlackRock and Vanguard and other investment where they buy stocks of companies. Well, they tell the company, we're not buying your stock unless you're woke. That's extortion, but it's not a crime. They're not taking money or things like that. William Lowens, Estero, Florida. I can't figure out the reasoning behind the soft on crime and defund the police movement. I said this before, William. Most criminals are minorities in this country. Convicted criminals. That's it. So the progressive left says the justice is unfair because they're putting minorities in prison at a much greater rate than whites. So now we have to let them all out. That's it. Simple as that. Brian Galicio, New Braunfels, Texas, in the Hill Country. Hey, Bill, I'm not sure why Kate's law cannot be reintroduced in Congress. It can be, but with a Democratic Senate, you're never going to get it passed. So maybe Ted Cruz, maybe you write him a letter. You're, you're one of his constituents. You say, look, if the Republicans take back Congress and have a president that's Republican, let's do Kate's Law again. Remember, it was Cruz who wrote it up. Cruz and Cornyn in your state. They could do it again, but not with the Democrats controlling the Senate. Never get through. Alice, killing the mob illustrates the corruption in America. That's why... China loves it. So we, yeah, we said yesterday, killing the mobs now uh, on sale in China. All right. And um, I don't know how well it's going to do over there. I can't go over and promote it uh, for a lot of different reasons. But I, it doesn't have anything to do with it. killing the mob actually makes America look good. Because our justice system dissembled the mafia. It still exists, but not like it was. And the bank robbers and all that took them right off the, right off the table. All right. So we got the atheism bumper stickers. Uh, they're in. They're getting sent out. We got about 5,000 orders right off the bat. Uh, you put this on your car or anything like that, and uh, you're sticking up for religion. You're sticking up for spirituality. All right. And this uh, atheism, nothing there, bumper sticker was made in response to a bumper sticker that said religion, fake news that I saw on the Mass Pike. I explained all that. Now, you buy anything on BillOReilly.com, anything at all, you get two free atheism bumper stickers. uh, And you can buy them in packs of five and give them out. You know, you should go to Mass and just like put them in a collection plate. (laughs) Here, here's my 10 bucks. And... Five atheist bumper stickers. I wonder what the priest would do with those. 
Now, we have great deals on uh, Team Normal stuff. You know that. You're probably bored with me talking about it. So um, I'm just going to tell you, it's get on Team Normal. Hallie, the teller dog, our mascot, will love you. Then we buy Killing Legends and Killing the Mob together. There's a Team Normal stuff. It's really good stuff. I'm actually wearing it. Um, the mugs are fabulous. And there's the bumper sticker. Um, you buy Legends and the Mob together, 18 bucks. You buy Crazy Horse and the United States of Trump together, 18 bucks. Can't go any lower. These are hardback books. So get them while we have them. Word of the day, no Cod's Wallop, C-O-D-S-W-A-L-L-O-P. Cod's Wallop and writing to us. Back with the final thought in a moment. Here is our final thought of the day. So tonight I'm going to be on News Nation at 8 o'clock with Cuomo discussing the Biden stuff, you know, and bringing some reality to that audience. News Nation, to its credit, did cover the first part of the press conference this morning. Okay, they did. It's an honest news network. Tomorrow, I'm going to be back to cover the Trump town hall. Remember, Trump's on CNN tomorrow. And uh, tonight, Trump's on CNN tonight. And I, of course, I'm taping it because I'll be on, you know, at the same time Trump will be on. And I'm going to analyze it. And that'll be our lead talking points tomorrow, how Trump does in his town hall, what happens in the town hall. Then I'll go on uh, News Nation after we do the no spin news. And we'll, you know, we're, our influence is obviously growing. You know that. Um, we've taken on thousands of new premium and concierge members. We thank you all. We welcome you all, by the way. Uh, happy to have you as members of BillOReilly.com. And don't forget, you get your free book, all right, and discounts for everything. So make good use of that with Mother and Father's Day coming up. Thank you very much for watching and listening to the No Spin News. We'll see you tomorrow with analysis of the Trump Town Hall.